Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the podcast. So I was trying to figure out what do I want to talk about today? What do I feel like God is calling me to speak to? And I've been feeling compelled to share my heart when it comes to New Year's resolutions. And then a part of me was resisting it. I really wanted to give you what is basically going to be a polar opposite message from probably all the typical ones that you've been seeing at this time of the year about New Year's resolutions and goals. And I pray today that it can be a breath of fresh air for you, that it can give you some permission here and reorient you to truly what's most important because there are so many voices of the world and of the environments that we're in and our culture and just ways that we've been conditioned that shame and guilt us, that just reinforce these narratives that we're never enough and that we're a failure and that we're so unworthy of love. And only if and when we measure up in each of these ways are we good enough, right? Today, I want to help you get more deeply rooted in how the Lord sees you. So my goal is just to speak some of that encouragement and truth into your heart today in the places that you need it most. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home the best of my ability and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for to be who you're called to be for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So whether you've hit the ground running and you got a great start to your goals because that's just how you roll, or maybe you didn't get around to setting goals because life was crazy and you're just managing the chaos of the holidays trying to survive and feeling the funk after christmas just coming down off of the high of all of that feeling in a little bit of a i don't know just just kind of emotionally heavy at this time or maybe you're too overwhelmed with all the options where do i even begin that you kind of felt paralyzed with that or maybe you did commit to certain things and that you felt called to focus on but now it's all feeling like okay maybe i was a little bit over ambitious that all feels like too much and you've already fallen off the train or you're just on the struggle bus feeling like a failure kind of embarrassed at just how far you are from keeping up with those goals that you've set because life happens so anyone else feel me on any of those things i am in the place of the very last one just on the struggle bus over here so what i really want to tell you today is a message that you are not more worthy or valuable if and when you exercise more consistently you finally lose the 10 pounds or the weight that you really feel like you need to lose when your body looks just like it did before you had a baby when you achieve certain fitness goals or maybe get more toned or lift more weight or run faster or perform better on your military fitness test when you eat healthier or stick to your meal plan and nutrition goals perfectly when you keep a perfectly clean spotless house when you stick to a perfect ideal prayer routine 
when you achieve more at work, when you get more clients in your business, when you save more money, when you earn more income, when you pay off more of that debt, when you read more books, when you get more sleep, like none of these things make you more worthy or valuable. I just want to let that sink in for a minute. So today I want to give you that message because in so many ways we are being drilled from every single angle inundated with all of these narratives that these are the things that make us good enough. So I want to give you maybe a radical permission first of like, what if you don't have to have any New Year's resolutions in the first place? That's very rebellious. So that's on one end of the spectrum, but I at least want to, at the very least, take some pressure off of you and encourage you to slow down your pace a little bit. Maybe how can you apply less pressure to yourself? How can any goals that you do set or intentions that you do set for ways that you want to grow or improve or your quality of life to improve or your health to improve? Those things are not bad in and of themselves, but I don't want them to be driven by guilt and shame, which is so often that place emotionally from which we set goals in the first place. We see ourselves as, okay, I'm not good enough where I am. I'm not worthy of love and acceptance where I'm at. My body is, is not beautiful the way it's at, and it will only be beautiful if I reach a certain weight, right? Or there's something wrong with me where I'm at, and so I have to fix that. I have to work really hard to just solve this problem. And I just really want you to think about maybe looking at this a little bit differently. When I was in therapy the other day, I was basically going through... I'm just kind of beginning therapy with this counselor. So we're getting to know each other. And she was just asking me, tell me more about the different forms of work you do, because I'm involved in a lot of different things. And she was like trying to wrap her head around it. And I was like, yes, I actually had to do this the other day too. write down like a mind map of all the things that I'm focusing on in work and really discern, like, are these things that the Lord is calling me to keep on my plate? But anyways, I was feeling overwhelmed with just everything. And how do I have enough time for this? There's enough, not enough energy to go around, right? And not enough of me to go around. And I think so many of us feel that, right? If we're pulled in so many directions, we feel like I've got to be everything to everyone. And it's really hard to pull back from that, from all the expectations and obligations. So we're talking through that and it's so easy to get so overwhelmed thinking of everything I should be doing, right? That I'm expected to do or obligated to do or that I'm beating myself up about because I can't keep up with. And we're feeling that sense of failure and guilt around it ironically, I was actually talking about how I've been beating myself up about and feeling like a failure and a whole bunch of guilt for not engaging with this podcast in a while since I think it was like Thanksgiving timeframe. And I just, I took some space in December and the first couple weeks of January, just because I really needed it. And I'll share more in, in a moment, but yeah, how ironic is that? Right? So I told her what I really want to talk about though in the first podcast episode back that I've been feeling like God has convicted me to talk about is, is this, how your worth is not in all of these things, you know, and I'm saying this to myself just as much as you, all these things we set goals and resolutions and intentions around. And she laughed and she was like, Oh my gosh, can you send me this episode when it's released? Because I need to share it with all my clients. This has literally been the subject of every single conversation in the last couple of weeks. We feel so much pressure around it as women. And I will share some really beautiful, humbling news. We are expecting our third baby. I am 10 weeks pregnant right now and just so humbled by that and also humbled by just how much it has hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> so exhaustion, all the nausea, all the time, stomach aches, just such little energy to do compared to my usual. I have such little energy for things that would normally be fairly 
routine for me and it's just a part of my day-to-day -day life. I have such little energy to clean up around the house, to get the constant messes the kids make because, you know, they're tornadoes at this age, two and five, almost five. Um, everywhere they go, it's just messes after messes. Um, it, it's almost humorous, right? How you, you just clean it up and immediately another mess comes. Uh, the dishes, the dishes and making food, making any kind of meals feels super triggering for me right now because all the smells, they really make me like gag, especially when my stomach is just having a hard time. And today I sent my best friend a picture of just how messy our car is just to unshame that because I was like, there's so much crap all over the floor and trash all over and, you know, little pieces of food that the kids threw or whatever. And I haven't, this is what happens when I don't get to vacuum it and don't go to the car wash on a weekly basis and I wasn't able to last week because last week was just insane and I was kind of overwhelmed with everything and then just trying to get back into the swing of things with the kids back in school and starting my internship as I transitioned from the army and just trying to like keep my head on straight with everything right and take care of myself too as I was dealing with all the nausea and everything. I just had to chalk it up as a loss and I was just laughing about it this morning because it's so easy for us to look at something like that and to feel one super embarrassed about it, super ashamed of it and be like I am just failing. I'm failing as a mom. I'm failing as a person. Like, what does this say about me? Right. And we make so many things mean so much about us and our worth. And just because my car got messy because life happens for two weeks when you've got little kids who throw everything all over the place, it's hard to keep up with. And that is okay. That's real life. And so I just want you to know whatever your mess is that you feel ashamed about, we all have them. And you know, I think so much of what we see in social media is just sort of the Instagram perfection, right? And all of us feel like we have to measure up against that. And no wonder we feel like we're failing all the time and we feel so guilty and we feel like we're not good enough, right? So yeah, I just want to give those specific examples because it's real and we all have those places. Maybe your car is super clean and that's totally cool. I'm not. And I just, I can't be because if I were to obsess over that, I would drive myself absolutely insane. And there are other things that I also have to just recalibrate my expectations about in certain seasons. And when you've got little kids, maybe that's something that causes that to change. When you're pregnant, maybe you have to recalibrate expectations about certain things like, okay, I am just going to have to eat more carbs just because that's what my stomach can handle right now. And I won't be able to exercise as much as I usually do. And I know that I'm going to be able to come out of that in the second trimester and it's going to be okay. This is temporary. So instead of continuing to beat yourself up about what all those expectations are that just run through your mind, can we redefine those a little bit? Can we allow the Lord to help us redefine what's realistic and what's actually going to honor him and what is, um, what's feasible, you know? And so it's not just a kind of subconscious expectation that we feel like, okay, I'm just, I'm just never good enough. That's my first prompt for you is what is your just good enough criteria? And maybe different categories of life, or maybe it's one that's kind of on your heart the most that you feel like, oh, I'm really failing in this, you know? And what my friend had asked me the other day as I was talking with her about routines and rhythms and for our family and wanting to be intentional about taking care of the home, taking care of myself, as well as pouring into the kids during the time that we have together to just make sure that's quality time amidst the pregnancy, amidst my husband being gone a lot um, and a lot of solo parenting because of his field training time and everything this year, she asked me, how can you allow this to be really easy? How can you make this simpler, easier, more fun? And what support are you going to need? How can you support yourself more here? And so it's just really good to think through that, you know, even just something like 
meal planning, she was like, you know, for example, we had we had a season where we pretty much rotated through the same exact meals every single week. And it was, we know, okay, Mondays is this meal, Tuesdays is this meal. And it's so easy. My grocery order is exactly the same every time. And so anyways, like that's an example, but how can we make this really simple and just take pressure off of yourself? And another thing that my counselor was talking about too is that I think is so helpful that I've been working on in, in kind of different areas where I expect a lot of myself. And if you're anything like me and the woman that I coach, you probably do the same, right? So define for yourself more specific boundaries as well around things. It could be something that you have goals around too. Have you defined boundaries around it? What are you and are you not willing to do? What are you willing to and not willing to sacrifice and compromise in order to make that possible, right? Because success is that we shouldn't be pursuing success at all costs anyways oftentimes there's a lot of trade-offs right so maybe our goal is okay i want to i want to get healthier i want to you know work on my fitness in the gym well how much time are you willing to spend in the gym per week because that's obviously it will take away from something else maybe it's maybe it's going to take away from family time or prayer time or other things that you value so just really looking at those things recognizing all right if I really define boundaries and parameters around these these good, beautiful things, maybe that I'm working on or that I have goals in, then I don't have to just feel guilty about not measuring up to what I think I should be doing or not it never quite being enough no matter how much I have to give it. So another example is I'm starting to work on writing a book. And with that, I really have been wanting to more actively dedicate time to brainstorming, to outlining, to writing, to gathering content for it, gathering stories for it, things like that. I was finding it was like hanging over my head, but I wasn't, and I know that God is calling me to this. It's, it's been a call that's been months and months and months. hasn't gone away. So instead of allowing there to be this sense of guilt and expectations that I'm kind of subconsciously carrying around and beating myself up about because I'm not getting to it, how can I just define very simply, okay, how many hours a week am I going to dedicate to this? And not only does that give me permission to prioritize that, because I have discerned that this is a priority that God has called me to more than many other priorities that tend to take more of my time, actually, that are just that I do partially because I feel like I should be doing them out of obligation or expectation rather than a discernment with the Lord. And secondly, it gives me a hard stop of a, this is my max hours I'm willing to contribute to this week because that's all I have to give in this season with where we are in our family life, with other forms of work that I'm doing. So defining the just good enough criteria is important on one end of the spectrum, but then defining the parameters and the boundaries around it is also important. I remember having a coaching conversation one time with a client where she was talking about how she had this gym membership and she was constantly beating herself up about, okay, I'm not making good use of this, this investment. I never go to the gym enough. And she was just constantly feeling guilty about it. And I asked her, what, what's your criteria for making good enough use of that investment? Like, where do you feel like it would be worth the investment? What number of days per week? What would you be getting out of it in order for that to feel like enough for you? Because without defining that in her brain, she could go several days a week, which she was doing at some point. She was going several days a week and it was still feeling like not enough. And then she was beating herself up about it more. So that's another example of what's that boundary, right? What are the parameters that you want to define as this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to do, right? That way you're intentional about what you're holding yourself to and you're allowing God to help shape that based on what your real values and your priorities are in this season. And I just want to encourage you to be specific about it or I'm going to do this at this frequency or for this number of hours and let that be, right? Okay, 
I want to reiterate a couple of the things that I've shared so far. So first I told you, okay, my friend, you are not more worthy or more valuable if and when, right? You do all these things or you improve all these things or you reach all these certain goals, right? And I also gave you permission. You don't have to have any New Year's resolutions. If this is just a season where you're simply just trying to get through or you're just trying to take care of your mental health or something that's less like tangible, you can still set tangible intentions around it, but maybe it's not one of those traditional New Year's resolution goals, right? Of losing weight, exercise more consistently, eating healthier, right? You know, paying off more debt. Like those are the traditional things I feel like that most of us focus on, right? But maybe your your priorities are a little bit different in this season. Maybe you want to cultivate more intimacy in your marriage. Maybe you want to work on um, developing a deeper relationship with your kids after you know, a rough, rough go in military life because you spent a lot of time apart in the last couple of years. Or maybe you just want to really focus on decluttering the home and feeling like, I really want to make my home feel like a place of peace. You know, those are beautiful intentions. And again, you're not more worthy or valuable if and when those things start to happen more, but they're not usually as clean cut as, you know, the typical New Year's resolutions, right? And so still it's important to set your parameters around it of what are my intentions for kind of how often I want to do this? What would success quote unquote look like for me? And can I let God define that? And that way we know like we're really following his calling for us and what he wants us to focus on. And we will see the fruit of that and we won't get distracted by whatever, you know, all the temptations of all the pressures that are being driven externally that the world tells us that you have to have goals in these areas because that's what defines your worth and your value, but it's not. So I want to give kind of a vulnerable, a vulnerable story here. One thing that I was really struggling with in this past week, and I shared this with my best friend. Basically there was, there was an area of life where I felt like I was just feeling so much like a failure in. I felt compelled to just like word vomit all of the mean voice in my head that was telling me that this made me a failure and why it made me a failure and just give that space to be heard. So I did. I sat outside with my journal and I just let it all out. And I was like, man, this voice in my head is very, very mean. And I shared the whole journal with her, which was super vulnerable. And she's like, oh, Megan, I, I just see her heart in pain. Like these feelings are so, so valid and it hurts so much. And this is a part of you that does deserve to be seen and heard because you, you've allowed her to be heard by writing this out. And this takes so much courage. And I like just was, I was just tears were coming because I was like, this part of me is so deeply wounded. And these are things that I've been told all of my life and it's all that I know, you know, and this part of me that was feeling all those things that was telling me I was a failure had just internalized so deeply all these narratives ex that were told, you know, throughout my life that make me not good enough and that I will never measure up, you know, and she was like, okay, if she were sitting next to you, how would you hold her in this, this part of you? Not to fix her, but just to love her. And I was like, okay, let me feel into this. And ah, it ended up being, I mean, one of the most powerful healing experiences I've had. And I was like, I wish I could have just recorded what happened to my mind and my heart and my body somehow and word for word, but I'm going to do the best I can to just share this with you. And so I was like, let me see if I can describe what just happened. And 
I want to read it to you. And this is very, very vulnerable, but I know that this is something that needs to be heard because there are so many moments in my life that I have struggled with this and it's kind of, it's been the signature deepest wound for me. And I know for a fact that this is the wound that most women struggle with of not being enough, not being good enough. Yeah. So when she asked me like, how would you just be with her and love her? I like closed my eyes and I immediately just imagined wrapping my arms around her. It's probably like a younger version of me. And I just imagine embracing her in a really big hug, like when I'm comforting my son and just being with him as he's crying or something like that. And I was like, I know, I see you. You've been so deeply hurt and so deeply wounded your whole life by every single one of these stories. I see how all of this has been spoken over you over and over again. It's so painful. You know these voices well. They've been constant in your mind throughout your life in everything that you do. These lies tell you no matter how hard you try, no matter how much you give, it'll never be enough. No matter how much you do, no matter how much you contribute, how well you perform or what you achieve, it'll never be good enough and you'll never measure up. And you've given every bit of yourself for this. You've poured yourself out without end and it still doesn't feel like enough. I get it. I see you. How could that be okay? How could you not be a failure if you tried so hard and given all you've got and it's still not even close to enough? I see you. I know how much this hurts. I know how much you've given, how much you care, how much you've sacrificed. And like my tears were just kept coming because like that part of me felt so seen and my eyes are closed. This was just what was happening inside of me at this time. And my body was just really, I could tell my body was releasing a lot. And then I started to feel this like righteous anger welling up inside of me like this my whole body was starting to feel this swell of indignation towards the injustice of all of this and my heart started beating faster and like I was getting warmer and then this fiery part of me started coming out like this really strong witness to stand against the voices of the enemy that have been telling me these things all of my life this part of me that just wanted to stand up tall and protect that younger version of me against all of this these because these are forces of evil in a spiritual battle and there was so much fight within me that was like I was just ready to go to battle so that part of me stood up and was like no more of this Satan enough is enough f this and I didn't say f this like in my mind it was it was the, the word itself these lies have been spoken over you reigning in your heart for so long who gets to set these standards who gets to say this is what success means then tell you you're a failure if you're not measuring up against this f this none of it is about any of this crap none of this really matters what really matters is living our lives for the lord not measuring up to some sort of arbitrary worldly standard of success or what is defined as good enough god is the one who gets to show you what to aspire towards he's the one whose voice matters you are seen, you are known, you are deeply loved, you are deeply wanted, you are cherished exactly as you are. He made you, he created you on purpose, for a purpose, and you have a unique calling. He gave you gifts that are different from every single other person. You are unrepeatable, Megan. No one else can be who you're meant to be. No one else can give what you can give. Who you are is beautiful. You belong to Jesus. Who you are is God's beloved daughter. And let the Lord define who you are and your identity. No one else. I just want to tell you every single one of those things. I want to stand up strong just like I did for that part of me who has been so deeply hurt and wounded by these lies her whole life. I want to stand up strong and say, no, F this. You don't have to listen to those voices. You don't have to believe those things. Listen to God's voice and the truth that he wants to tell you about who you are in him and in his eyes. You are his beloved daughter. 
and let him define who you are and your identity. No one, nothing else. That's the main thing I want to tell you today. Let the Lord just speak that truth into your heart too. You know, what you could start with is just reflecting and brain dumping, just kind of like I did on that, you know, feelings, feelings of failure. You could brain dump all the things that make you, you know, one, feel more worthy, more valuable, good enough. You know, what, what do you feel like you have to measure up with, you know, as a wife, as a mother in your work in health and fitness in your social life in your spiritual life, it could be things that you've set resolutions or goals around, but it also could just be stuff that you feel like, you know, you're, you're frustrated because you never quite meet that bar on a day-to-day basis and you go to sleep and you're like, oh, man, I just, I, I can't get it together. I'm such a mess in all these ways. I'm such a failure in all these ways. I'm never going to be good enough. It could be things that you feel like you need to improve about yourself or even to fix. So I want you to just reflect on that and brain dump those things. And then I want you to, to take that list and ask Jesus, how do you see me? Lord, how do you see me? What do you want to tell me? about who I am. Who am I in your eyes? And it can be so vulnerable to ask him this. And this is what I was exploring with my friend too. She was she was doing the same and I think a, a week or so prior having just a really deep heart to heart with the Lord in prayer and we talked about this, just how vulnerable it is to to really let him look into our eyes and meet his loving gaze and really feel it. It can be Tempting to want to turn away, to feel really unworthy of this kind of unconditional love that he wants to give us. We can feel so undeserving of it. But he so badly wants to just cut through all the shame and the guilt and the lies and speak the truth of just how much he wants to love us. How beautiful he sees us. How much he cherishes us as his beloved. How far he went on the cross. How far he will go for us. Yes, we don't deserve it. That's the thing. We don't deserve it because we need him. We need his grace. He is our savior. We need him. But we don't have to earn his love for us. It is so deeply unmerited and that's why it's a gift. So in closing, your worth is not based on all the things that you do. It's not based on improving all the things that you feel like are wrong with you or that just aren't good enough. The world is going to tell you all day long, you've got to do all these things to measure up, to be good enough. Just let the Lord redefine that for you. Let him define your identity and just stay rooted in that. Stay rooted in that on a day-to-day basis when you feel like you're failing. Just know that every moment of weakness is an opportunity for him to come meet you where you're at and give you more grace, you know, and his power is made perfect in our weakness. It's not made perfect in our perfection, in our just being good enough, in our being strong and capable and worthy and all these things. No, it's not. We need him. And it's okay to need him. It's okay to be weak sometimes. It's okay to feel like a mess sometimes, you know, to have a mess. And that's life. That's real life. Just just let him love you exactly where you are. That's exactly how he wants to love you just as you are. All right, my friend, I pray that this was a breath of fresh air for you, that it was a relief amidst all the ways you feel like you're being pounded by the expectations and the demands and all the voices that are telling you you're not good enough. I really just want this to be an invitation to take whatever you're feeling, whatever pressures you're feeling to the Lord and let him help you define your identity 
or maybe redefine your identity and undo some of those lies as well. Um, untie some of those knots in your heart and to just let you rest in him. And from that place of rest, then to be able to set intentions around where he wants you to focus, what he wants you to prioritize. Maybe those goals that are really good goals, healthy goals that help make you more into who he calls you to be. And, and then also the parameters and the boundaries around it, right? So that we're not compromising what matters most on the altar of success because we're not about that here. So let's live our life for the Lord above everything else and let's let him guide every single step along the way. I love you. I'll be praying for you and we'll talk soon.